last time. Roll d20. Oh my god, I got a crit fail. Just like, explode the bag open with my raw brute strength. And out falls an old-looking tome book onto the path in front of you. You hold the book. You hold the book, yeah? And what? Come. Through the gate we must go. Through the gates of Merkand! Behind the gate, the dwarf's ethereal glow simmers and lights the damp and dark cavern walls. In the distance, you can hear screams and shouts and language is irregular. The cavern is warm. Not much of a foyer, but we dwarves have to be practical in our facilities, the dwarf says. Hold on. What's a foyer, El Magnifico says? It is a room that comes before another room. It comes before and after you. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I've, I've completely fucking screwed up my pages. Right. <clears throat> you enter caves. Da, 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 da. I stand by the dwarf's side looking go. out onto the room. Veer leads you to a cavern exit that opens vastly onto a smooth and rocky plain. Above you, it seems the mountain has been hollowed out. Hundreds of feet above you, you see flying creatures circling what small light what small light enters the top of the mountain canopy. In front of you, you see the origin of the horrific sound you heard before in the caves. Hordes of screaming goblins sprinting in dust clouds, their movements as smooth and calculated as the swallows' murmurations. Where the dust empties, you see what they chase. Pigs. Quite the sight, the dwarf says. These gobble bastards you can't train. You can't deal with them. They don't choose, you see. They'd rather chase than not chase than chase than not chase. But never do they grab hold of those damn pigs. Never do they say, I want this, or I believe that. So they run and run and run and run. Come, we have to make it to the river. Try not to get in their way, will you? They can be vicious. As you move slowly into the goblin crowd, some turn their heads your way. Sorry. I flex. Others stop in their tracks. A rumble comes now. They're looking at me. From your left. They're looking at me. A quick look sees impending disaster. A horde Maybe of not. pigs move your way. Everyone roll a dexterity check. Can I can I shapeshift into a pig and join this <laughs> join the rampage of pigs? <laughs> can I? Oh my do gosh. I have to do a dex check sure, or man. can I become a pig and run with them? Do it. Well, what's your plan? Just to, just to turn into a pig and be chased by goblins? Is that what you want? Well, they're, <laughs> they're running in the direction of where we want to go, right? No, think of it like this. They're Sorry, chasing the dogs, the goblins around. Like the, big ass... the goblins are chasing the pigs, right? Yeah, there's different groups of goblins diff- chasing different groups of pigs. It's like a big ass mosh pit of goblins and pigs. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pig, oh, pig, do pig I become pit. a pig right now? No. All right, fine. So I do a dex check. Everyone, roll a dex check. 
Yeah. 22 for me. Let me, let me guys. Did I roll? Yeah, I got 16. We Gucci. Ria? She did, she got a 22. Oh, uh, drink to her. What do you mean? Slovene. Slovene, sorry. My bad. Yeah. Plus one shot. Minus one con. <laughs> the dwarf turns around and laughs. Ha ha! You are as nimble as the cat. You work, we walk further through the crowd of goblins. Roll. Arabies. Arabies. I can't even say your name. Arabies check. Roll Arabies check. Array. What do you want me to roll? Roll a wisdom check. Okay. Easy peasy. Wisdom for days. Easy fucking peasy. Please. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, not bad. I'll take it. 18 plus 3, yeah, 21. In your ears, you hear the whispers of an old and decayed language. It's you move further through. Make one last dexterity check, please. And I, I mean last, of course. <laughs> uh, 20 for me. Getting all my good rolls now. A stray pig from the previous cavern squeals and sprints past underneath Ares's 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 robe and knocks him prone onto the ground. The book spilling from his robe, it begins to glow. The goblins start to titter. What is this? Can I reach down and try and pick up whatever landed on the floor? There was the book. Oh, okay. I'll try and reach down and pick up the book. Wait, are these the little goblin dudes that were chasing around the piggies? Shiny magic yeah. book. We want this now. No more pigs. We want the book now. Josh, take 1d4 no. damage, by the way, from being hit by the pig. I see the goblins now. What? <laughs> Alright, roll for initiative. Apart from Josh. Uh, Do I not roll and then come up next turn? Oh, yeah, you should, yeah, sorry. My bad. Roll for initiative. 21. Actually, no, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. Alright. El Magnifico flexes his chest. It is your turn. Throw off my cape. <laughs> so awesome. Are uh, any of the goblins pulled together close enough that I could feasibly uh, land upon two of them were I to frog splash them? Say one now. So if I want to like just jump up in the air and like, uh, just like out arms out, legs. yeah, arms out, yeah. legs out, I want to frog splash two of no, them or two splash. of them close enough together that I could, fr yeah. Mm, no. Are either them, any of them close enough? No. Okay, then I want to go up to the, I want to run to the nearest one of them. Mm -hmm. Whoever's closest, we're gonna run up to them. While I'm running up to them, I shout out, El Magnifico! And then uh, I want to uh, drop kick one of them. 
<laughs> cool. Are these Do like it. tiny creature size or they something? They are tiny, or small? Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah, 19. Fuck yeah. You Finally hit him. doing something in combat. You drop kick a goblin in the face. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do... Six damage, full max damage. Yeah, boy. Six damage is your max with a drop kick? I don't know about drop kick, but I'm unarmed, so I'm just going okay. on unarmed. Can I knock him to the floor as well with that drop kick? Does no, that you completely shatter his skull and cave in nice. his face. Nice. And he's dead. Yes. El Magnifico! It is now <laughs> Goblin number four. After seeing his friend... What's his name? Drop kicked. He goes, Krakak, I will avenge you! And he sprints. <laughs> and tries to jump onto the back of your neck. If you can try. He slips away and falls to the other side of you. Ah, you he's are too weak. slippy. He's a slippy. <laughs> it is now Goblin. Unnamed Goblin <laughs> number three. What's unnamed Goblin number three's name? He goes straight for the proned array and has advantage and hits. He goes straight for Eri's delicious ear. And does. Oh shit. Fuck, 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 fuck. Two damage. It is now. Slavin. Okay. I want to do some stabbing. <laughs> yeah. I think. So, can I sort of do like a leap or a jump or a somersault or something to get you can. behind one of or these? Or you could guys? just walk over. I want to do a somersault. I'm a rogue. I'm extra. Yeah, man. So acrobatics, yeah. Mhm. D twenty. Well. Oh, that was so close. You do an awesome backflip, but unfortunately land on your butt. <laughs> you do not get an action this turn. Oh, damn. I'm I'm fine with it. Do you know what? I tried something. <laughs> no regrets. Alright, the golden goblin goes straight for Slavine. Yeah! Oh, it's a fucking hit. Yeah! You take three damage. Blue goblin goes for Slavine. You call that a fucking backflip? <laughs> Miss. Oh dear. <laughs> Towards Eri. The um, sepia goblin. Miss. Bollocks. El Magnifico. <laughs> so at this point, um, El Magnifico and Slovene have been adventuring for a while. We know that we've been adventuring together for a yeah. while, at least one adventure. Um, so I run over to Slovene, ignoring Ray, and say, Ray, and say, El Magnifico has played many video games. I know if we do not get to the boat, these goblins will keep coming. So I 
offer my hand to Slovene. Can I do that in one action, in one turn? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, Slovene, do you take my hand? I suppose. Okay. So you're down at the moment. You've knocked over and it'll take no, you an extra Slovenia, yeah, 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 yeah. Down. She's just a bit stumbled. She's not prone. But would it take her an extra action to get up next turn? No, 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 no. She's not prone. She just missed her... her... Like, she fucked up her landing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um... The, fir- the goblin that's closest to the boat, but I want to go over to Slovene now. Yep. So I'm standing next to her, you. and I want to take her hand, and I want to throw her to the <laughs> goblin, so that on her move, what? she can just, like, swords oh, okay. out, just fucking stab the goblin with swords out and give her advantage on her next attack. Yeah. Having delivered my message of, we should get to the boat. Yeah. Can I do that on my turn? Yeah. Do I need to roll for it? Yeah, you do. It's <laughs> an athletics check. Okay. Is Slovene yeah. willing to do this, or you just do it out of out of fucking nowhere? Slovene. As I fly through the air, I say, "I'm never taking your hand again." <laughs> okay. Well, I rolled a nineteen again. Yep. My dice are rolling shit hot, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I throw the Slovene. Do I get another action after that? So Slovene actually lands on the goblin, knees and daggers first. Nice. And then I say, Blech. "But that was really cool, right?" <laughs> Are you Russian now? I roll my eyes. Yeah, I'm turned Russian. <laughs> no, that was your goal, Sam. I'm sorry. Okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. We that's killed another one. Slovene is out of the danger zone. Okay. Um. Yeah. Right. Um. There's still like four of. Is there still four or five active? Did we get the book back on them? Yeah, I've got the book. I'm actually quite low health now, so I want to heal myself and then move. I'm going to use Cure Wounds on myself, which is a 1d8 plus 3. Do it. And then do I'm going to move away. Is the, I don't know if that's worth it or not. I'm just going to do it. Wow. Nice roll. Can I heal, can I heal myself for 10? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then GTFO. Yep. As you move, the two goblins next Uh-oh. to you see an opportunity for attack. God damn it. Like an opportunity attack, perhaps. Miss. Miss. The golden goblin strikes El Magnifico, or tries to. And he, he tries. It's your AC. 16. Misses! Yeah, he does. Cobalt goblin says, you sack, gold goblin! And rolls a shittily as well, and misses the <laughs> goblin spearman, who just appeared, moves in. I'll show you how it's done. Does he, though? Misses. <laughs> yeah. It is now Slovene's goal. All right, I'm going to move to over there and then shoot back. Nice. Oh, El Magnifico says, please be careful. <laughs> I'm always careful. I am very big. <laughs> Wait, did you just roll a 21? And you assume you hit yeah. with 21? That was That's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. So it could be a heavily plated goblin. No, it's it not. could be a ghostly goblin. goblin. You hit him and he just gibs instantly. Instagib. Instagiblin. It is El Magnifico's go. I um, pick 
the nearest goblin to me up. I assume I roll for that. Yeah, you have to grapple. To oh, pick this someone is up. where my rolls fail me. I rolled an 11. That's okay. It's a shitty-ass goblin. That was perfect. And then I want to smash him down onto the goblin behind me. Mm. Okay. Do an, ath- do an athletics check first. Athletics check? Yep. Uh, that that is a heavy five. Does he wriggle free from microhards? You try and slam him down into the other goblin, but you you kind of just it's like you kind of just place something gently onto something else. They kind of stumble again, <laughs> and nothing really. So there's happens. now two goblins, one on top of each other. Yeah. Okay, so for my free action or whatever, I want to run over there. Okay. You get three opportunities of attack on you. That's fine. Bring it. Hit. One hit, one hit. Okay, you take three damage. Okay. At this point, the dwarf appears again on the dock, on the boat. He says, hurry! There's no time. It is... This goblin's go. So this one swings. The one next to El Magnifico swings for him. Misses. The spearman in the southwest tries to throw a spear at Eri. He says, give me the book! I must have it! <laughs> Misses. Alright, it's down to Eri. It's going to be us three next, so we're just jumping on you. Alright, I'm just going to dip out. See you later, little motherfuckers. I'm on the boat. Before Eri jumps on the boat, this gigantic dwarf <gasps> holds out Wait, his hand. Wait, is that the big dude with all the runes? And he says, all the th- 50 gold per person. Laugh and try and get on it. Yeah. What, what, what El Magnifico say? Eri <laughs>, laughs and and gives the dwarf a big old smile and the dwarf claps slaps his knee and says ha 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 get on board he's joke he's joke <laughs> very good <laughs> El Magnifico okay can the boat start moving away from the dock and can I do some cool <laughs> action hero shit like run off the end of the dock as it's rolling like are you waving the boat the away Exactly, yeah. I'll hold them off. El Magnifico will hold them off. For like 10 seconds, maybe, while you move the boat away. So I can do some cool shit. <laughs> the big dwarf puts his hand in his in his face. Puts his face in his hand, even. Shakes his head. Many times, people have done this before, and it never works out. <laughs> but, Uh-oh. You know, it's always good. It's always good fun for me. <laughs> so why not? He begins to pull the boat away. Okay, I kick the nearest dwarf up the arse and then run down the dock. You mean goblin? Athletics check. Go- goblin, sorry, yeah, goblin. Nick, kick the nearest goblin well, up in the arse in the backside. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a one. That's a one. That's a natural, that's a natural one. one. Okay. That's a critical one. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> I was just about to pour myself a glass of whiskey. Oh, that's good. <laughs> a shot. Have you guys pulled away? Are you in the Bottoms middle of the water? Up. Yet? Right. 
Hold on, let me pour some. <laughs> okay, what happens on a one in this situation, though? Okay, here you go. <clears throat> El Magnifico goes for a kick. But this is one sly motherfucking goblin. And he, he grins yeah. and does a sick, tight dodge. Ducks straight under your foot. El Magnifico slips on the damp, cold, rocky, cavernous floor. Slams straight onto his back. Prone. Uh, are, are we... Is me and... Um... Slavine still in combat. Yeah. Are we still in combat? Quickly, the gigantic dwarf sighs to himself and says, <laughs> every fucking time. Every time. See, I told you so. He bends down and he says, I have a special rope for this purpose. It's not that special. <laughs> it's just it's just a rope that I use every time. And he holds it out towards Slavine and... Array. Magnifico, take 1d4 damage, please. And you are prone. Okay. What do you want to do, Array? Do you want to try and get him with the rope? <sighs> That's all I say, and then I pick up the rope. <laughs> well. I mean, El Magnifico is not unconscious, you know? How many feet away is he? Because I could use an ability that will drag him ten feet closer. Really? Would that drag him into the boat? Yeah, it does damage. It's supposed to be an offensive ability, but if he's got enough health, I could... I love it, dude. I, I can thorn whip him. You create a long, vine-like whip covered in thorns that lashes out at your command toward a creature in range. Make a, like, a melee spell attack. Um... Does 1d6 piercing damage. If the creature is large or smaller than large, you pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to you. Alright, let's the just say that if you want to cast that and cast it, cast him onto the boat, then I, I would allow that. You just have to... Uh, Sam so just, I just do the 1d6 damage to see yeah, how much damage he takes from just it. takes yep. 1d6 on top of the 1d4 from before. Right. <laughs> Twat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice! Nice, nice, nice. You nice, took one nice. damage from it. Good shit. The only time we want to crit fail. Alright. You guys push yeah, off. My health is completely onto the boat. <laughs> my cape! Yeah! My cape! We want, we want! But as you guys pull off from the um, dock, they start to turn around. Okay, before we pull off... I put, I let my uh, El Serpiente out of the bag, and I say, "Go, my cape, my cape." Does can what? you go and fetch my cape? Don't, don't send your fucking snake to go and get it, as if he's gonna get back. The boat's he's pulling fine. away. He's a flying snake, man. He can fly. Oh, flying, okay. Oh shit. Okay. Well, you send your flying snake out towards your cape, <laughs> and the goblins look up. We want that now too. We want that now too. The two spearmen. Do you have stats for your snake? No. It's just a normal pet. One flings his spear at the snake. What's your pet called? What's your snake called? El Serpiente. El Serpiente dodges a spear. Ain't not in, he says. And he picks up the cape. But as he picks up the cape, the second spear 
he takes 1d4 damage. Oh no. Out of 5. And he returns okay. back to the boat, your cape bloodied. And he's wounded, and he starts crying. I hold the, I hold my snake in both hands, and I say, You have done well today, El Serpiente. Bullshit. Like, I back How many bag. times is your is your snake gonna rescue your cape from combat? I don't know. I don't know, but I stick him back in the bag. I put an apple in there with him. As the boat pulls away, the goblin crowd disperses. They mutter, "Suckers, things should not end. No, no, no. Come, let's chase the pigs again. Yes, yes, yes. Choice bad. Choice bad. Gobble friend, choose wrong." The, the ethereal, ethereal dwarf appears beside you on the boat. I'm sorry I had to disappear. I am so averse to violence that my ethereal shell depletes. But don't worry, I am still there. I am still chronicling. I am still recording your progress through this trial you have seemed to be put upon. I mean, for how could I watch otherwise if I were to disappear? This large dwarf you see next to us is Karam. You see, he brings the prisoners across the river, back and forth. Uh, around you, you see the river, shrouded in fog so thick it blankets the surface that you cannot see a couple meters in front of you. Every now and again, the fog disperses for you to see above to the mountain canopy. Out upon the water's surface. I asked the dwarf, okay. where are we going? Okay. Oh, how I am glad that one person has decided to ask this very question. <laughs> you have been given this book of truth from the god of truth. And those who are bound to this book must bring him, bring it back to the cloud peak. However, oh, those... who's the god of truth? The god of truth is the god of truth. That was a very... Well, they, ha they have names. It's Rupert, if you must know. <laughs> Fucking Rupert. Booker. Rupert, the god of truth. <laughs> he cannot tell a lie about his name. And he's giving... I guess. I guess that's, that's a fair point. <laughs> so, those who pick up the book... <clears throat> Every hundred years, the God of Truth spears down his book, and guardians and gladiators and warriors across the land battle to bring that book back to the God of Truth. The first stop on this journey is the library of Murkan. How is that? One more time. I, I, I forgot the name of, of Murkan. Let me guess who's the president there. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know. Ignore America. No. He's gone off the defense. It's fucking America. Merkan, then. Merkan. Alright, good, good. More emphasis on the Khan. The greatest dwarven prison in this land. Can I do an insight check to see if I, I know anything of this? Sure. I got a 20. Natural? Not a nat 20. No, no, no. 17 plus. Eri slaps his forehead and he says, of course, this 
The ritual of truth. The book is cast down and the wanderers grab it and fight for each other in a battle royale. Oh, no yeah. Doubt we should oh, look yeah. Around us at all times for those who contest the book also. For the reward is something of pure truth, they say. The dwarf looks at you and says, of course, but remember, there are steps to the journey. And this is the first, the library of Murkan. And that is where do we're we headed. we trust the dwarf? Can I say to the party, like, can we trust this dwarf? How do we know that he's not after the Book of Truth for himself to present to the god Rupert? I Ooh, furrow my brow. Rupert. Furrow my brow, deep in concentration, and I say, yes. <laughs> but yes, he trusted Dwarf. Yes. Yes. Slovene? What about Slovene? I think I've already I've already made my feelings clear on this matter, but What was your feelings? She doesn't trust I don't trust anyone who deals with gods. Oh. Yeah. About Ere. What is what is Ere's thoughts on this or does he keep it to himself? I I trust in nature, not in gods as well. Mm. My, my belief is in nature, so I'd rather trust myself to the elements than to someone who puts their faith in God. Dwarf, what did you have for lunch? Lunch? I haven't eaten lunch in thousands of years. Oh, to have lunch again? <laughs> okay, so in character, I'm going to turn around to the guy and say, You said you were a chronicler. Yes. What are you chronicling? What am I chronicling? The greatest... <laughs> the greatest of trial that comes every hundred years. The gods of truth. How many of these have you chronicled? I'd say close to... I think this might be my tenth. My thousandth year. For before I was... Before in my previous life I was a storyteller. A poet. In some cases. And then when I died, the God of Truth said, I need someone to record these trials, for I am too lazy, he said truthfully. <laughs> Who do you tell these stories to? Well, I put them Chronicler. in books, and then those books are put in pamphlets, and those pamphlets handed out. To whom? To gods? To contributors to the trial to donators this cost this costs money where'd you get your money from where's where's the webcam oh i haven't done that for years too <laughs> no one wants to see saggy wrinkly balls these days true that <laughs> My balls are over the youthful 19 year old head. Oh, oh they please show me. It's been so long. It's been years <laughs> since I've seen a 19 year old youthful. Oh, there. God. Can we not go down this route? Oh, please Can show me. That's right back on Whoa, the is me. <laughs> How long until we reach our destination? We've got a dwarf ethereal millennial who serves the god of truth. We are but See, one of many that 
Yeah, millennial. Yeah, he's millennial. Like he's, what? he's literally he's a millennial. Someone has been yeah, doing it. Literally, literally a millennial. Yeah. Yeah, like in the true sense of the term. After you ask the dwarf that question, how long the journey will take yeah. across this river? He looks yeah. out. El Magnifico says, "May I close my eyes for some time, so you guys can short rest." You're kind of short resting, but you're you're napping, you're dozing away. So like out upon the water yeah. surface, the screams of the goblins eventually fade. You begin to question how far from shore you've traveled. Looking in all directions, you are enveloped by fog, but uh, by fog, perhaps smoke. The smell of ash lingers. You crane your head to a flock of birds overhead, realizing their distance does not necessarily match their size. You squint to see to see they are not birds, but bare-chested women with legs and wings of hawks. Carrying prisoners in their oh, clutches. Oh yeah, prisoners. A knock. Uh, Copies. In their clutches. Can someone do a check real quick? A uh, naked lady check. Naked lady check. Mm. Who's got naked lady? Why? Why do they carry off these? Good question. Victims? Like, why are they carrying off the? Are they failed? Like, you know, how have they failed? How have they succumbed to the harpies' grasp? Or Yes, whatever. The dwarf sits down as well as an ethereal being can on a wooden surface. He says, sometimes these prisoners choose to escape. But even as far as they get, something makes them stand still and wait for the eventual harpy to come and collect them and bring them back to their cells. Escape from where? From the prison. Their cells. That's where we're heading to. The Wait, prison. we're going to prison? That's where the library we is. I told Are you we not fighting? I told you this earlier. Were you not listening? What? No. We're fighting. We're going to the library. The greatest, we we're fighting. The Why greatest are we going to the prison? dwarven prison in all the land. I mentioned oh, so that we're earlier. not going to be prisoners. That's fine, none of us are dwarves. Of course not, you carry the book. We're here to venture towards the, this is bullshit. the great Fuck library this that is within the prison of Murkan. He's the chronicler of truth, man. He can't lie. Well, no, his god cannot lie. That doesn't mean he cannot lie. I'm, I just close my eyes and go back to sleep. In this library, you shall note down that you have started your journey towards the god of truth waypoint number one they call it checkpoint <laughs> one checkpoint alpha there the librarian will open the book for you that you cannot open and hand you the pen that you cannot hold so you can write the name that you cannot writ <laughs> okay Dwarf, how do we know that this isn't just a trap and you're just going to throw us into prison and then feed us to harpies? And take our book. The dwarf holds his hand up and puts it towards the gigantic dwarven paddler of the boat. Gigantic dwarven, you mean a human? Is he big for a dwarf or big for a human? Are you asking this out loud or in your heads? Presumably they can look with their eyes, so they don't need to ask the question out loud to the guy. <laughs> Are you huge? Are you? The the narrator is saying it's a gigantic dwarven, <laughs> but to me that that screams humanoid. Well, dwarves are humanoids. 
Is he big? How big is he? How many meters tall is he? How many meters wide yeah. is he? He's a six foot tall dwarf. What? That doesn't exist. Why not? Humans barely reach six foot tall. <laughs> what are you on about? I'm six foot tall. Yeah, but... Yeah, humans, like, the, the, the upper echelon... He's a seven foot height, dwarf, actually. What? Wow, he's the biggest dwarf. He's the king so of dwarfs. So what distinguishes him from, from human? Being a if, dwarf. Well, yeah, but a seven foot tall He's got the proportions of a dwarf. He's got a long beard. Long beard. Speaks funny. Wide hips. Narrow waist. Shoulders. So, uh, Slovene asked whether or not, to the dwarf, whether or not they could trust. And dwarf, he throws his arms up in the air and he just pushes it through the gigantic dwarf slash pool. I cannot touch cannot make sense of the tangible world. I'm merely here as an observer. If I were to betray you, I would not know how. Well, I assume you've got friends, you've got allies. As the chronicler of this supremely and godly esteemed event, I am not, I am bound to merely, well, record the events as they unfold. What about this guy? And I motion to the the big dude. Who? You mean uh, Karam? He does this. Karam. He does this every. Karam, what's the story? Does this every hundred years? The ones who carry the book, they go through the goblins. They go up the mountain pass. They go through the caverns. Karam takes them across the river. They fight some undead in the seas, and then they land on the other side. Continue onwards to the library. To record their names as the first bearers of the tome of truth. From there, or before then, they are infinitely pursued until they reach their golden goal. Tell me a bit more about these undead in the sea. As you ask the question, can you please tell me about this undead in, in this river? You hear a knock and a thud <laughs> against the hull. Go, go. And then Gah. a hand appears on the rim of the boat. Karam, the gigantic dwarf, uh, smacks it away with his oar and laughs. Ha ha ha! It begins! A grey, moist, rotting hand clamps steady across the boat's bow. Karam swings at the hand with his oar, only for another to appear beside it. And then another! Out from the murky water, three lost souls pull themselves onto the vessel. Their skin is grey and lifeless, their eyes deep-set and empty, jaws barely clinging to their muscles. One screeches, Gross. Oh, how must we return, O oh Lord! And, s and he swings. He doesn't say and swings. And, <laughs> and swings! <laughs> it is the lost soul one. The first one takes a swing at Karam. It's a miss. Karam laughs. Ha 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 ha! Dick. Oh, his name is Rakam. Sorry, my bad. It is now Slovene's go. Okay, can I yell something to Rakam? Well, maybe not yell. I don't know how far he is away from. One boat's length away. I go, 
Rakan, what's the deal with these guys? If I try to poison them, will that will, will that work? Like they're undead. Well, you seem to gather that they are undead, and the undead cannot be poisoned. I I would think it's best just to maim, dismember, bash. Go for the bones that are still left in their fleshy corpses. In their fleshy walking corpses. Alright, I gotcha. Okay, I'm gonna try and get one of these <laughs> arms off then, I guess, with my... Sorry, go on. <laughs> with my short swords. Oh, wow, 90 Right, so you rolled a natural 20, which means you completely dismember this lost soul's arm. It comes straight off in one go and flings off into the, little, into the river. And because you did it in such a fluid motion, with such ease, you get to do another, deal another attack to the same lost soul. Hit! Roll for damage. Big damage. Lost soul number three. And he swings for El Magnifico. You can try. Is the sound he makes, and he misses. The one limbless lost soul turns his attention to Slavine. Hit! Slavine, you take five damage. It is now Ares go. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Shilela. Shilela. It's my bonus action, so I'm gonna cast that on my um, quarter staff. <clears throat> Just so I can melee attack these things and do more damage and yeah, whatever. Cool. cool. Yeah, boy. Okay. I cast Shilela with my bonus action and then with my action, I attack. Um, I've cast Shalala, so <laughs> I just do a standard 1d20 plus 3 for my hit modifier and I've got to do a wisdom saving through it. The lost soul goes. <laughs> El okay, so I grab the one that, um, Array just, one that Array just damaged and uh, I want to trip it up. I want to knock it down. I want to knock it prone. But specifically, I want to knock it so that its face is on the edge of the boat. So that it's kind of like on all fours or whatever, but its face you're is You're going to try and curb stump it. Yes. Tell me you're going to try and curb stump it. So you're yeah, setting up for exactly the curb stump. Alright. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, yeah, you have these like super complicated things. The thing it's is, difficult to roll for, but I never do any damage. Like, I only do 1d6 damage mm -hmm. all the time anyway. So. Yeah. So like I'm gonna. So let's just say you're like... rolling to put it prone. But the thing is, because you're rolling to put it prone, okay. means you're not gonna do much damage. You're you're setting up for more damage, right? That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. So. Uh, fourteen. So, so what's wait? How much damage do you usually? One d six, right? One d six. So if you're gonna yeah. put him prone, I'll say you can only do one d four. All right. That's if fine. You hit, That's fine. If you prone him. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen to hit. Prone. One d four. And then one damage. But his face is now over one. the side of the boat. Okay. One damage. 
He's biting the edge of the boat, basically, yeah. And then I turn to the giant dwarf and I point to the dwarf. Mm-hmm. And then I point to the ghoul. And then I point to the dwarf and I point oh, to the ghoul. Shit. And then I point to the dwarf and back to the ghoul again. Nice. Rakan smiles wide. Oh, but does the god of truth want me to enjoy this too much? It is his goal as well, by the way. Nice. I should not intervene, but you set me up so beautifully. Even with advantage, Rakan says, Oh, I must be old. And he swings and he and he and he misses completely. He slips in the in the in the wet wood of his boat. Can oh, I wow. ready in action to kick him off the boat and start sailing it myself? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Array, don't do it. Goal number one again. He notices El Magnifico. Strength. Strength. Oh, wow. <laughs> I am strong. Hit. Fuck. He swings. No. Fuck your dumb ass. No. You take. Hey now. You take six damage. Oh wow. Slavin. You're up. Yeah, I'm gonna try and hit this guy on my right again. The the main one. You get advantage. Um, yeah, you hit him. Roll for damage. Nice. Solid. Solid fucking hit. He turns to Slovene. Threat. You will not stop us. We are here to take what's rightfully ours. Truth. Jesus. And this is. It is now Ares turn. Sorry, my bad. It is the is is sorry. It's the wounded. It's the wounded lost soul. And he's going. He's going straight <laughs> for, of course, Levine. You hurt me. Fuck's sake. Alright, miss. <laughs> Eri. Here we go. Uh, El Magnifico. You're quite wounded right Your now. Your AC's yeah. not even that high. No, I am well. fine. Fucking... I am are you, fine. Are you... Actually, it's, it's a bit are you actually fine? Why I am like... El Magnifico. Well, does El Magnifico want a bit more health to fight, or...? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay. But do not tell anybody, I ask. But tell no one. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I can cast another Cure Wounds. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna Cure Wounds El Magnifico. Okay. So it's a 1d8 plus my spell modifier, mm. which is 3. So I'm gonna roll that. That's a big heal. Yeah, it has to be nice. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I I got max heal on you. El Magnifico. Invigorated by such a fantastic heal, it is your go. For my minor action, I turn and say, "Thank you, pussy." And then I say, <laughs> "You you are almost as good as Clarence." And then I wow. turn to the then I turn to the guy the the ghoul on my right and I just try and square kick it in the chest off the boat. 
Oh, that's a seven. Do I slip and fall off the boat? Or do you want to? Do you want to knock him back, or do you want to just like tickle his toes? Plus, my modifier is a seven. Yeah. Okay, no, you miss. You call that a kick, young, young uh, luchador? This will be a kick. Oh, <laughs> it's yes. He doesn't do much damage, but he does knock back the ghoul into the water. Slovenes, go. Still stabbing away at this one. <laughs> get the other arm and he can't get back on then. Can I have a go for his other arm? Yeah. That's a hit. Alright, fuck. This <laughs> is second arm gone. I was like, if Rhea hits max damage, then fine. That's, that's, that's fine. The, the, the arm's gone. The goal, the lost soul is like, ah, I used to be a tailor, and falls <laughs> into the river, and disappears. Not anymore. Air raids go. Hit. Deal damage. Thirteen hit. El Magnifico. Okay. This time, I'm still wearing my cape because I didn't throw it off at the beginning of this fight. I want to take off my cape. Alright. Um, you get nothing for that, by the way. Actually, no, 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 no. I've changed my mind. I want to pick up one of the oars and try and just, like, baseball bat one of them off the back I, of the boat. No, I'm, I'm sorry. There's only one oar and it's Rakan's holding it. Like, there's just one. It's like one of Is those. Is still holding like onto a, it? You know, it's like one of those Venetian boats. Uh, huh? So I'll take off my cape, mm -hmm. throw it over the uh, mm -hmm. ghoul that's at the back of the boat, mm -hmm. and I try and kick that one off the boat. Okay. Okay, that's better. That's uh, 21. Yeah. You throw your cape over, and the ghoul's disorientated. I'm going to give you that, and then you now have to hit him, and you get advantage okay. rolls. So you get two rolls. Highest. Uh, 19. All right, hit. And 17. You knock him out. Okay. He's in the water. That's Rhea. And he... And then roll for damage. 1d4. 2. 2 damage. Now! Does he still have the cape over him? The cape is floating away. You might want to throw El Serpentino. Nizzle. Oh no. Slavine! It's your turn. Okay, so now I've dealt with that one guy. I think it's the... The ghoul on my left. Uh. You guys are CCing very, very, very well. And because that ghoul is fucking pissed that he's being covered by a cape, kicked into the water, <laughs> and come back, yeah. his attention is turned towards El Magnifico. So you get a. Well, if you hit, you get a sneak attack. Okay, this is my main hand. Yeah, yeah you hit. So yeah. roll for damage 3d6. Plus three. Wow. <laughs> I've done better. And you want to attack with your offhand now? The dagger doesn't hit as hard. Alright, so that's a hit. And you don't get sneak attack on it. 1d4 plus three. Ghoul turns. Oh, fuck, I keep saying ghoul. The lost soul turns towards Slavine. Ah, you should be nerfed. Swings. Hits 
Take seven damage, Slavine. Wrong. It's Ade. 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 Fight. 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 Ten. No. El Magnifico, go. Okay, two-handed uh, hummel thing from head down. Do you know what I mean? Wrestling move. Haymaker. Okay, fine. Yeah, haymaker. Seven. <laughs> Miss. Next. It is now Rakan's turn. My God. Do you know not how to fight? He misses. <laughs> it is now the ghoul at the top. He swings for a rocket. Oh shit. Ah fuck, I got a drink. <laughs> Hits Rakan. And he deals. 10 damage. It is now Slavine's go. Alright. So I'm just gonna hit the one that's within mm -hmm. my range. You go, girl. Thank you. Ten. I'm gonna say it hits. But it still has HP. Not anymore, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, that goes gone. 16 damage. Lost soul, sorry. As the last soul fades into the water, the one left behind, sorry, the, lo the second last lost soul fades into the water. The, the last lost soul says, stop, 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 stop. We all want what you carry. We all want that book, the one that gives us what we want most, which is truth. Which is answer. Please. Let me go. And I will. And he slowly. Moves back into the water. And as he does. He leaves. A small figurine. A doll with splayed out hair. On the boat. On the bow of the boat. And now. Now. El Magnifico. What would you like to do? That's a 19. Okay. I've got his head. The lost soul looks up and says. Look. I have not come for you. I've come for the book. It is all part of a bigger plan than yourself. Please, I have given up what I chose to give to the God of Truth. If that book were to be laid in my hand, I do not want any more trouble. Spare me and I shall linger in this prison for years to come. Can I go now? I've listened to his little speech. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to do the, like, SAS next snap where you just left, right, like, 180 degrees and then back, and then just let go of him. You snap his neck. You have to roll. You snap his neck okay. with no remorse. And he, he floats away and then disappears into ethereal mist. I just shout down into the water, Weak! Weak! And then as he, go back to sleep as he, on the back of the boat. As he disappears into the night, he screeches. Oh, how must we return, oh lord. Uh, the ethereal dwarf reappears because he disappeared during the shite, shite fight. During the shite fight. <laughs> as usual, he says, My god, what a fight. One for the ages. Three lost souls at once. <laughs> Karam, you did not have to join them, my god, for their strength seems insurmountable. Karam, the gigantic dwarf, looks back and says, 
They'd wreck me boat otherwise. Wait, was that his name? Karan. Yeah. That's what yeah. As the last lost soul sinks into the waters, he leaves another gold ring and the old doll. Dibs. The, the ethereal dwarf looks at the doll and says, That cannot be. How can he hold that here? Karam, the gigantic dwarf, says, Times change, my ghostly friend. They allow them an item of their choice. This man was some girly doll, it seems. The dwar ethereal dwarf looks down at his own hands and says, Oh, whoa! Oh, whoa! How wish, how I wish to hold something again. Oh! Sentimentality casts me to the deep. The boat hits the dock with a heavy clunk. Karam holds his hands out for tips, grinning. I high five him and then get off the boat. Karam laughs heartily. <laughs> I leave him 10 gold and step off. How dare you, Karam says. This is not a job that needs tipped. This is pure purpose. Oh my god, fuck you then, dude. You lose 50 HP. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you turn and view what lays in front of you. Below a cliff face to an incredibly deep and miles wide pit. Terraced for quarries. Shackled prisoners moan and bellow as they are forced to dig. A tepid heat rises from the pit. The dwarf... The ethereal dwarf raises his arms towards the other side. He speaks slow and almost lifeless, as if the doll that he had seen on the boat had had some effect on him. Do you see <laughs> the tips of the towers of the library just peeking above the smoke? That's where we must go.